Episode 7 of our new series, Keep It In The Family, is 10 questions with today list. Natalie will explain how she takes her tribe from chaos to calm in just 7 days. Now we have you intrigued, don't we? Welcome to our 10 questions with series, where we are going to ask 10 questions to different family businesses. We plan to educate, empower, and inspire your internal entrepreneurial spirit. Join me, Kirsten Taylor-Martin, and my daughter, Angelina Martin, as we uncover the wow factor in each business, and together, we can support our Australian family businesses. As I interview Natalie, I realise I am her target market. Do you have a to-day list a mile long and feel you're just getting nowhere? Do you try to work through your to-do list and get to the end of the day and you have done nothing for yourself? Can you see bad habits creeping into your day as you try to conquer this huge to-do list? Well, Natalie is going to change your vernacular. It is about the today list and it only includes what you're going to do today and it needs to cover life admin and something for yourself. Her tablet has a pen and just one button, delete. As this is not the continuing list, it is all about today. Good morning. Today I'm here with Natalie from Today List for our 10 questions with Today List. So Natalie, we're going to get kick it off and we're going to get you to tell us your business story and also we'd love to hear what family members you have who are supporting you along the way. Thank you and thanks so much for having me and I just want to say I guess thank you on behalf of the community as well for being proactive and helping other businesses and particularly small businesses and family operated businesses. It's really great to have someone like yourself out there helping us to be better. So thanks on behalf of us all. Oh, thank you. (laughs) It's a passion. Hopefully we get a lot more traffic to all these businesses. Fingers crossed. So my story starts, I guess, with those what I call catalyst of creation moments. They're moments in life that are quite challenging and push us to be better there's two options you know they can consume us and bring us down or we can grow as a result of them and what I've found over the years is I've really lent into those challenging moments with my family by my side and use them as an opportunity to reinvent myself and look for what's next as well as what the possibilities are so coming from you know a single income household you know challenging battles with um, personal health for myself uh, and really looking at you know how do I I leverage these experiences to inform you know and grow on a personal level but also share the stories with others to support them in their own journeys and battles. So I started as an executive coach in the corporate world and what I found as I was coaching leaders was I didn't feel equipped to support them as a whole person I was finding that when I was coaching them on perceived leadership challenges, I kept running into these roadblocks around, you know, personal challenges that we're facing outside of the offices nine to five. So I took myself away and did some studies around wellness and well-being. So dietetics, nutrition and wellness coaching specifically. And when I started coaching, again, executives, but now with a wellness background, I found that the coaching was so much more valuable. I was able to support people as a whole person and really drive their performance forward and also ensure that they achieved the balance and aspirations that they had identified at an individual and a personal level. And because that can often be the problem as well is that um, not having the balance right, it actually impacts 
the business and what they're doing in their work as well. Yeah, it does. I think it's, you know, it's naive of us and, and particularly in the corporate space to think that when you show up in a suit in the office that you're a professional and you're an employee. You know, we are all human and we're all suffering, suffering and, and battling in a challenges that, you know, may, people may not be aware of. Um, and we just need to respect that. And as a coach, you know, to be truly valuable to our clients, I think it's, you know, within our power and our remit to support them more holistically rather than just the work version of you or the personal version of you. Mm. And so if I fast forward a few more years, I was getting extreme value out of that experience as a holistic executive and wellness coach. But what I was finding was this, there was still this tension and challenge between how do I support people in their day-to-day rituals and habits whilst we're not in a coaching session. So we'd make great action plans, they'd make the commitments, you know, they were taking notes, but then you check in with them a couple of weeks later and they would still be struggling to make the commitments reality. So I started bringing these LCD writing tablets to my coaching sessions, which are now known as Today List. But prior to that, um, I was using them to help the coaching clients focus their attention and really set themselves up for success and being clear on what matters most to them. And again, fast forward a few more years, a mentor of mine said, you know, you've really tapped into something that's unique and niche here. You're adding significant value to people's lives. Why would you not want to share that more broadly with the world? And it it was kind of one of those call to action moments. You know, I had a choice to lean into that discomfort Mm. and opportunity or to say, oh, no, I'll leave it on a small scale. So um, fair to say I I rose to the challenge and that's how Today List was created. So it, it just grew and evolved over the years through my own experiences and observing what was working and not working in the coaching and wellness space and being the person that I am to, to look at, you know, how do I solve this problem in a different way and how do I add value to people's lives in something that's unique but also really simple to use day to day. And so then the family, how did they support you when you decided to take this leap? Yeah, family is so important to me. I think as an introvert, you have a small group of friends and networks generally Mm. and so um, my family I consider as my friends you know I choose them to be a part of my life I don't Mm. just get stuck with them by you know blood and DNA Uh, so each of them play a different role for me and you know if I think about you know my brother um, plays the critic role very well so anytime I want <laughs> as they some, do <laughs> anytime I want some honest feedback I'll, I'll go to him first so you know he does a lot of use um, use case and um, customer testing for me because I know that I'll get a really honest interpretation of you know how does it work what have I missed should I consider something else so he's been really great at playing that role for me um, you know my parents you know there's always a bias there they love you wholeheartedly Mm. Um, and just that general support you know when you're having a bad day or you're facing a roadblock you know just being there as a sounding board to encourage you and push you forward and remind you of you know the journey that you've come um, from but also you know what you're trying to achieve and and how you're going to feel when you get there so they've been really great advocates for me in that space and then you know now being a mum as well just you know checking in with my son and he'll help me um, you know pack the orders or um, do some social media content development and things like that and and just that 
reminder day to day that you know this is a business that I want him to be a part of and as long as I don't sell the blue today list <laughs> um, he's very happy to help mum and I love that he um, is in your shopping trolley with his today list going through your groceries drawing each of the items <laughs> yes he is he is so we don't um, write the list for the today list for the groceries we draw the pictures so we draw the pictures of the eggs or the milk or the broccoli and he will cross that off as we go around the supermarket. Um, but he holds me accountable because if I start putting things in the trolley that wasn't on the list, <laughs> he starts to tell me to take it out. So uh, no un unnecessary expenses. Fantastic. It's great that he's learning from a, a young age and he's going to be a huge advocate as well. So why don't we discuss your why? Why you went into this, into this business and uh, I guess you've told us a little bit about why you've sort of diverted a little bit, but why don't you explain your why? Yeah, so I kind of alluded to it, but for me it's around solving real world problems with respects to what it means to be human. Like we're all in this uh, thing called life together, so why would we not play a role in helping each other be better? And I always go back to personal brand and personal strengths. And so if I think about the strengths in which I have, how do I use them to show up in the world and serve others? And so for me, this is the opportunity. And I'm, I guess I'm carving out my own space to play a role in the world. And it's slightly unique and a little bit differentiated. Um, and over time, I hope to, you know, indoctrinate a bit more of the vernacular to, mm. to be, you know, when think, people think traditional to-do list, they start thinking today list. Yes, absolutely. And keep it small and what you can actually achieve in the day and be in that moment, as you said earlier. I, I know myself, my to-do list, yeah, it's over 30 items and it just doesn't move. So it really needs to move into the whole today list and just what you can achieve in that one day. Absolutely. And there's a quote I came across recently that was, good leaders create followers and great leaders create leaders. Mm. And so as part of the today list, I've created this tribe and it's around creating a center of gravity for like-minded people who just want to show up and be their best every day. But I don't want it to be a tribe of people who are reliant on me and follow just me and you know my wisdom and advice. I actually want it to be a tribe of leaders who mm. share best practice and support each other to be better, but also carry that forward and take courage of the philosophies and the messages to inspire others around them as well. Because I'm imagining you're all going to be able to learn from one another because you're all going to have different strengths. And yeah, if you actually open, open your mind, you're going to be able to learn from one another rather than following one another, as you said. Yeah, absolutely. So what are your family values that you pride yourself on bringing to business? Yeah, I was looking at some research recently around trust. And so trust is the first thing that comes to my mind. And I came across an interesting diagram that explains the fundamentals of what makes up trust. And it talks about character and competency. And within character, it's around the intent and the integrity. And that really resonated with me when I came across this. And then in the competence side, it was around capability and results. And so for me, when I think about values, I think, you know, those words are very powerful mm. and it all comes back to the ability to demonstrate trust, to earn trust uh, and to display trust. It's actually an interesting topic and one we've explored a little bit um, ourselves, but uh, in the past, uh, trust 
usually you were recommended by by people there was that level of trust whereas today we're finding particularly on uh social media people um put a like the question out to the general public people they don't even know to get their feedback have you sort of like considered that at all in that how business has sort of changed yeah it's definitely changed what i've noticed and observed over the last few months is people are more open to opportunities that they potentially otherwise wouldn't be. Mm -hmm. And I put that down to a few factors. I think one, people are no longer caught up in the hustle and bustle like they used to be. You know, less people are commuting and the commuting alone has given people back time in their day, but not even just about the time, it's about energy. So what I have found myself is I'm probably gaining 15 hours back in my week by not commuting to the city every day. But it's not just about the 15 hours. It's about the fact that I get to the end of the week and I have energy and I have a clarity of mind that enables me to keep solving problems or wanting to connect or building content to share with the world. And so I found that that's been really powerful, but also really inspiring Mm. for myself. And I think that I'm uh, so if I observe others, I think something similar is happening more broadly as well is that people now have the headspace that they otherwise may not have had mm. to think about these problems in a different way. Yeah. So my next question for you is 2020. How did that change your business? So it's definitely been a year of disruption. But when I think about disruption, I think about innovation and reinvention. And I actually think it is a really positive Oh, there's been so many amazing stories during this period of time. Yeah, definitely. So COVID itself is obviously terrible and there's been a lot of people's lives have been impacted. Mm. So I don't want anyone in any way disrespect or disregard that. But in terms of business, what I have seen is people are challenging their traditional ways of thinking and traditional ways of operating. And that is energizing for me because that's the bias that I bring to the Mm. world is how do I do this differently or how do I solve this problem in a unique way and how do I find that blue ocean that isn't saturated yet have you read that book blue ocean I love that book book. (laughs) Um, and so in terms of coaching what I have found is the appetite has increased Mm -hmm. because people are looking to innovate and reinvent themselves and so the possibility mindset exists but people aren't quite sure of what's next and the how aspect like what's step one in reinventing yourself Mm. so as a coach there's a really strong role for me to play Uh, and as uh, for me particularly I have a strategy background so not only can I help you as a coach but I can also support you in terms of the strategic development and the business performance aspect and then the coaching on the day-to-day how do we get you to what you want to achieve I think what plays quite well into your business as well is that um, I do feel COVID has made people more think about their their whole self. I do think prior to COVID, we really compartmentalized our life and we had like work and we had home time, whereas actually a lot of people working from home, it's made them realize that, yeah, it's, you've got to look at the whole, not each compartment which plays quite well into what you do. Yeah, absolutely. As part of the online program that I have at the moment, one activity is around balance and it's balancing the personal, the work and the self. And so the personal is like the life administrative pieces, you know, like booking the car in for the service, paying the phone bill, um, you know, picking up a, a birthday card, 
you know, for a party on the weekend. Then the work is you know, self-explanatory in terms of what you have to do today in terms of being successful in the workspace. And that can be paid work or unpaid work if you're a primary carer or a stay-at-home mum as mm. well. I don't want to exclude anyone from that category. Uh, and then the self for me is really around what's that one thing every day that's just for you? It's self-care for the soul, you know, whether it's a coffee with a friend, you know, watching an episode of your favorite show on Netflix, reading a chapter of a book, going for a walk at lunchtime, like it doesn't matter, but it's just one thing that's just for you. Mm. There's no guilt associated with it. It's just good for the soul. And so the daily practice that I try to support people with is how do you deliberately design that balance every day to make sure that you have a good balance of all three of those dimensions. Yep, absolutely. So if you were to give yourself, your younger self, a tip, what would it be? For me, it's around enjoying the moment um, and not just focusing on the destination. Mm -hmm. I pushed pretty hard in my early years and career to be successful uh, by definition of, you know, everyone's definition is slightly different, uh, but I was so focused on, you know, binary metrics uh, or a subjective title that I lost, uh, I guess, the ability to just enjoy the small things in life. So I had some pretty hard reality checks along the way and I came crashing down myself at points. And all of that is part of that catalyst creation that I mentioned earlier. You know, those are the moments where you do have, um, you know, quite a stumble and you have two choices that you, you know, you lean in and you show up and you grow or you let it consume you and you get into a fixed mindset of, you know, the world's happening to me mm. uh, and I have no control over it. So I chose the former of a growth mindset and have really instilled, you know, daily practices around, you know, gratitude and mindfulness and, you know, even this morning when I walked inside um, and um, we sat down, you know, just looking at the sunshine and just being grateful for, you know, where we live, mm. and the fact that we have the flexibility that we do to be sitting down and having a podcast today. Yep. So, yeah, I'm really conscious of, you know, enjoying the experience, not just looking at the destination. Fantastic. Um, it's interesting. I think young children as well, they're so good at that. I don't know how we lo lose it, but I remember when my daughter was really young and we'd be, uh, you know, I'm rushing to a destination and she'd be like, look at this beautiful flower. And it's like, oh, we really need to stop and just like look at the flowers. But the children are so good at that. Um, I guess they just don't have like a care in the world, but we need to sort of go back a little bit to that as well, don't we? Yeah, definitely. So what are your future plans for your business? Where would you like to see today list in three to five years? I would love to see the tribe continue to grow and I would love to be able to facilitate the connection of tribe members to become self-fulfilling. Mm -hmm. So I always want to play a role in this tribe, but as I mentioned before around that quote, I don't want the tribe of followers, I want the tribe of leaders. Yes. So I want to continue to foster and facilitate those engagements so that over time the tribe are connecting to support each other, mm. whether or not I'm visible or present. Yes. So that's one aspect for me. Um, the other thing for three to five years is around the vernacular. Like I really want to challenge <laughs> the way in which we think about how we set ourselves up. So yes. You know, people are very legacy thinking around to-do lists, right? Everyone's got a to-do list and there are always more things on the to-do list than there are hours in the day. Right? Yes. And so at some point we have to make 
decisions and trade-offs. And so I want to instill this concept of today list to challenge the way in which we sh- show up and how we wake up in mm. the morning and mm. really focusing our attention on what matters most to become our best self. Um, and I would love the opportunity at some point to uh, end up on a TEDx stage. And, oh, fantastic. And to talk about, you know, the today list, but more around the philosophy of, you know, personal brand is the key to prioritization. And there is no need for another two by two metrics, a matrix, sorry, in the world <laughs> um, to how to prioritize all your activities. I actually believe we're focusing on the wrong end of the problem. Yes. And so instead of having another matrix, let's focus on who you are, what your brand is, what your strengths are, and what you want to be known for. Prioritization will come so much easier off the back of that because Mm. you're clear on what your guardrails are and you know what you will stand for and what you won't stand for, as well as what your non-negotiables are in life. Because I also find with the to-do list that uh, you you do tend to prioritize the wrong things. Like I'll often get to the end of the day and exactly to your point, the things that were so important to me didn't happen. And it's like, but why did I work on these things when I should have actually worked on those? So yeah, you're, you're so true that we just need to focus on our brand and what's most important to us. And um, it'll be a whole different priority system. Yeah, what I've found in my coaching sessions is the language is the point of differentiation between those people who are successful and those that struggle. Mm. And what I mean by that is when you show up every day and you say, today I will, it's around accountability and holding yourself accountable to delivering on those action items that you've said are important to you Mm. opposed to language like I should do or I have to do or I must do or I need to remember to do like there's no accountability in that language and language matters Mm. Mm. so being clear on the language and choosing what you focus your attention to and holding yourself accountable to that okay so who do you have that you're you're able to bounce ideas off when you've got like an idea of wanting to do something different, who, who's your core that you go to? Yes, so I have my own tribe, the Natty Jane tribe. Um, and <laughs> I as, like that. <laughs> and as I mentioned in the beginning, I am an introvert, mm-hmm. so my tribe is small but very solid and goes over you know many, many years, you know 20 plus years of once you're in the, the Natty Jane tribe, then you're stuck <laughs> with me forever. Uh, so I like diversity of thought. Mm-hmm. I, I surround myself with people who have the same values but different ways of thinking about the mm. world. And I love that challenge. I love disruption and innovation. So I will seek people out to provide me with that lens. Yes. You know, yes, it's it's easy to have a conversation with someone who thinks like you, but that doesn't help me grow. Mm. So I, I really do enjoy those robust, challenging conversations where I feel like you know the dumbest person at the table because I know that I'm going to grow and I'm going to leave that table so much wiser because mm. of those around me. So I enjoy that uncomfortable uh, discomfort. I agree. And you made a comment earlier about your, your brother and how you always get the honest feedback from him. And in my tribe, I've got one of my girlfriends and she's that person. So I, I know when she says something is good, she actually believes believes it. But yeah, she never criticizes anything I do, but she'll often 
yeah, flip things around and come at it from a whole different perspective and we just end up in that be- that better place and that's what I, I want. I don't want someone just to say, that's really good, that's really good. I actually want someone to challenge me and when they do say it's good, I know that they are sincerely happy with it. Uh, and I thought that was just, yeah, really interesting when you mentioned it earlier on. So what is your proudest moment to date? For me, it's becoming a mum. Mm-hmm. Baking a human is just an incredible <laughs> concept in itself. And to be able to play a role in, you know, watching him grow and develop and, and enabling him to explore the world. And I'm really conscious that I don't want him to lose, you know, that curiosity when he mm. goes 